Hey everybody, welcome back inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center for the podcast. It's Snap Judgments. Snappy J. People are enjoying the Snappy J idea, even despite your assertion that we would vote it down. No, it's two, two votes to one. I'm kind of coming around. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, that's good. Oh boy. <laughs> Here good. we go. It's getting there. That's Bill Landis, uh, Jeremy Birmingham, and I am Austin Ward. Uh, into another week of training camp for the Buckeyes, fresh off of a scrimmage on Saturday. Got to hear a little bit from the offensive perspective. And sounds like Kevin Wilson mixed bag from his perspective about what he saw out there. Talked about some turnovers, talked about wanting the running game to do a little bit more. I don't know if that's just trying to keep uh, things under wraps and the hyperbole train from running away, but it sounds like there's just some work that Ohio State wants to do. And also that means the defense must be doing something right. Yeah, I don't think it's hyperbole. I think this is stuff that Kevin Wilson was talking about going back to the spring. they got to be able to run the ball when everyone knows you're going to run the ball. And, and he said to this point, they've, they've not really been able to do that. Short yardage situations in the scrimmage, it sounds like, did not go particularly well for the offense. Now, it's probably pretty good for the defense because <laughs> I think those situations did not go well for the defense last year. So I think you can still feel good about that if you hear that and you're an Ohio State fan. But that's the area where the offense, I think, needs to take a step forward, as, as, as we said many times. But it was funny talking to the offensive coordinator and coming away, like, feeling really good about the defense. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of how I came away from Kevin Wilson's time. Well, I mean, we've heard the same, you know, refrain over and over. Like, can this offense be perfect? And essentially, that's the yeah. that's the guidance. Mm, that's, that's, the, that's the bar, right? They have to be perfect. If you're not able to pick up a yard against the defense, then you're losing. Talking to Cade Stover today, like, he was adamant that this defense is way better. And it it's, lines up with what we've been hearing from other people who've gotten to see things. But... They seem to be genuinely impressed by what's going on on the defensive side of the ball. And I don't want to say just impressed, but confused by what's going on on the defensive side of the ball. And for me, watching the last couple of years on the field, you could always tell what the Buckeyes were going to do. <laughs> and so if you can get an opportunity to, to change that up and, it, and you're confusing your own offense, then things might be, you know, fixing themselves. And I think that it's partly because of schematic adjustments and how much more effective this defensive line has been. I think you could run, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, pretty much any scheme in the world. If you don't have a great pass rush and can't get home with four people, probably not going to be very good. You know, in 2019, you could look out on the field and you knew what the defense was going to do. <laughs> Did not matter because you had Why was that? Chase, well, Chase Young, but even beyond him, you know, like Devon Hamilton, B.B. Landers. Uh, I'm forgetting who else was on the roster that year. It was a really good defensive line. Chase Jonathan Young. Cooper. Jonathan Cooper, yeah. They were, there was a bunch of dogs up there. That's what, that's what I'm getting at. And and Kevin Wilson today was, was talking about this defensive line group and saying that it reminded him of his earlier years at Ohio State. So the, the 17, 18, 19 seasons. And he said when you came out to practice and you lined up against that group, you just kind of felt their presence out there. They kind of terrorized the offense a little bit. And he said that this group is getting back to that. And and obviously that means that the offensive line probably needs to up this game a little bit in practice. But I, I don't hear any of that and like get concerned about Ohio State's offensive line. I hear that. And I get really excited about Ohio State's defensive line. That's the give and take of any training camp. It doesn't necessarily mean that one is going the wrong direction. It could mean that, but I don't think that's the case. You know, people were asking us over the weekend about the Jack Sawyer and Paris Johnson reps and like you're not going to win every single rep against another future first round draft pick like that wouldn't be a good sign if Paris Johnson was just stoning Jack Sawyer every <laughs> it time. certainly would not be, like yeah. you have to you have to grade it differently when you're going through a training camp and you're playing against the same people every single day um, you know you have to look and pick and choose which ones to, to assign some significance to and I think that that's sort of the challenge and also why you know, somebody like Kevin Wilson would leave Saturday scrimmage and be like, mm, not really satisfied because you, you're not going to win 
90% of the time the way you might if you were playing Rutgers. Yeah, it's what I said last week. This defensive line is better than 95% of the country's defensive line. So if the offensive line is not able to, to dominate them, that's okay and expected. But to me, I don't want coaches that are ever happy or, <laughs> yeah. or you know what, this is, we're good enough. Like That's not how you're going to be winning national championships. So I would be more concerned if Kevin Wilson came out and said, you know what, this first team offense was great. We can't do anything better. We're perfectly fine. We'll, we don't even need to practice the next two weeks. Like That's not what's going to win championships. That's not what's going to beat Alabama or Georgia. And and that is the bar. That is the That has to be the goal for this season. Anything but a national championship is going to feel hollow and, and like a disappointment. So set that bar as high as you possibly can. And every single day you should be saying, not, not good enough, not good enough. You could tell that there was some of that competitive edge for the offense. The, the tight ends are obviously going to be involved in third and one, red zone offense. You know, Kate Stover and Mitch Rossi, that's going to be that sort of two-man battering ram. And the fact that Kevin Wilson talked about the running game, maybe not being exactly where he wanted it, and then us going to talk to those guys, then the chip on the shoulder showed up. Because Mitch Rossi is like, well, you know, what's, what's going to happen if it's third and one for you guys out there? And he said, we're going to score. Uh, and he said, you ask a question like that, that's the answer you're going to get. <laughs> so, you know, that's sort of, that's not a practice thing. We've talked about the, just sort of the, the things we've noticed and picked up throughout training camp. Like there is a, a fatigue setting in for this team that, that people don't think that they are close enough to where they should be or get asked about things from last year that they feel are already in their rearview mirror. I think they probably take it as, as major slights when those kind of things get talked about, and that's fine. I, I think when we talk about it, we're ta- especially for the offense, we're talking about improvement sort of on the margins, but I think that's important. And, and Kevin Wilson was, I, I think, trying to get to that point when we were talking to him today. He pointed to the wall over there where there's a national championship banner from 2014, and he said, we're trying to get on that wall. He said, I played in that game five times. I don't have a ring. I want a ring. And, and to get a ring, these are the kind of things that the offense has to do. Obviously, the defense needs to take a major step forward, but it's not just them. they got to be complementary of each other. And, and the offense, for all its fireworks throwing the ball last year, and they were certainly a sight to behold, uh, they have to be a little bit better in these kind of smaller areas. And I think they're being harped on. I think it's good that guys like Mitch Rossi are getting upset about being asked about it <laughs> uh, because that, that, to me, suggests that they feel like they're getting better at it and are just eager to show people and rather than have to talk about it and tell us like it's going to be okay. If you're a football player, is there anything worse that you can be called than soft? Mm. No. Finesse. I, I mean, yeah. that's, you know, the same thing. <laughs> but the point is, it wasn't just the Ohio State defense that was soft a year ago. It was not It was the offensive line that had that reputation or earned that reputation throughout the year. So it, it is the tight ends in the running game. It is the running backs in the running game. So all these guys have that same chip on their shoulder. We talk about it all the last nine months, the defense, the defense, the defense. But you know, last week, Jim Knowles said the defense was sick of having the finger pointed at him, but it wasn't just the defense. And so I think getting a chance to see this tight end group, and that, that is who we talked with on Monday morning, this is a bunch of kind of angry guys. Like yeah. they, they, they are not the, I care about going out and catching 15 touchdown tight end group. They, they seem very intent on delivering some blows this year. And yeah, the running backs have to hold up that part of it too. And now I've been told by about four people uh, in this building and elsewhere who were privy to what happened on Saturday. Mayan Williams is one of those battering rams who is capable of running people over and hurting them. Uh, you don't want to do that during training camp, I would say, when we're talking about But if this. you're going to, the first week is when you do yeah, it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. may be a good time for it, and that, that's why all you structure that scrimmage at the end of the first week. So, And Kevin Wilson was also asked about that. How are you going to 
dictate this workload and the short yardage? Do you want your your main bell cow, Travion Henderson, out there all the time? Well, I mean, Mayan Williams, I think, is maybe closer to, and Berm, you've been maybe beating this drum throughout camp, uh, an actual 1A, 1B than maybe I would have ever expected to be possible. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem. I, I really don't. I know that you were really against that in, yeah, the, in the Mike Weber, J.K. Dobbins era. I might still be against but it now. But w- with this offense and knowing that it's going to be so pass-heavy, I don't think it really matters who the running back is quite as – I mean, unless you have a guy who's just got a super hot hand that day and he's just going, you know, going crazy, then fine, roll with him. But this offense is going to go, as Bill said the other day, however JT or, or C.J. Stroud goes. So in 2019, you had this – or 2018, you had this kind of question mark of who who are the guys that you had receivers emerging in, in Johnny Dixon and Terry McLaurin and Paris Campbell that really blew up towards the end of that year. But you know what this offense is going to be. And if you can just keep rotating in fresh legs who are kind of all the same style of running back, and really there's not a huge difference in style between Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson. Travion's a little bit better really in the short. I, I think that obviously Travion's better in the short space and has a little bit better burst once he gets through the hole. But mm-hmm. I just Ohio State needs to pick up five yards of run, and and yeah, that's no, that's really all it's going to be about. So if they can do that consistently this year, five six yards per carry, it doesn't matter which guy it is, in my opinion. And so when you look at the running game, you say, okay, it, it could be either one of these guys. It could be Evan Pryor. Who cares? Like as long as the same attitude is being brought every play, and, that's and I the thing. Yeah. I think that's last year where we saw a little difference with Travion at the end of the year. He seemed somewhat reluctant to be as physical as he was early in the year. And so if you have Mayan pushing you and, and making you better in that way, I, I don't think that only helps Ohio State. You push back a little bit on the similarities between the two there. Yeah, I mean, I I think that I think that Mayan probably has a little more agility than he gets credit for. I still don't think I'd put him in the same category as, as Trevion Henderson. Yeah, um, there's wiggle and then there's waggle, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> actually a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, that, I think <laughs> that's true. Wait, per- is that true? I don't. Yeah. There's Look wiggle and there's per- wag. Perfectly executed. Yeah. Is that, if I said yeah. there's zig and there's zag, I would think, well, they're they go together. Exactly. Waggle is like is like wiggle plus. Yeah. Yeah. And Travion's got wiggle plus. Sure. Which but is Mayan's, called waggle. Mayan's got a little bit of wiggle. Probably more wiggle which, to him now that he's. Which is called wiggle. If you go back and watch Mayan's film from a year ago, you saw a guy who was shaking people a number of times. It yeah. wasn't a guy who, if go back to the game against Clemson as a in twenty twenty. This is not a guy that was unable to to get himself free or create his own space. It's just he sort of got this reputation because his nickname is Pork Chop or Meatball, Meatball. or whatever <laughs> that he that he's only going to run you over. But he can do other things. He can do other things. But I also take I guess to get back to like the original question, when they are in short yardage, I would rather have Bayern in there. I think I think he's probably runs at like more consistent pad level. Is better at finding those creases on the interior. I think Trevion. For as good as he was last year, um, did not always look so eager to do that. I think he was much more. I'm going to bounce this and, and I'm going to make. I'm going to turn this into 70 yards. And sometimes he did it because he's awesome. But uh, I think he needs to maybe recalibrate a little bit when it comes to those dirty yards. And but I think Mayan just sort of lives in that world. We're just free balling here, right? So we're just we're just going crazy. Well, are we? Uh, aren't we? But like, <laughs> well, didn't not. didn't you see? I'm wearing underwear. <laughs> well, that's not what I meant. But we we get it. That's a lot of waggle. What, <laughs> we saw Travion, I think, make that leap in the Rose Bowl. Like we saw in the second half of the Rose Bowl, where a guy that realized, hey, you know what? I need to get three yards. I'm just going to get three yards and be happy with it. And he mentioned that when they were out here uh, t- 10 days ago or whatever, that he knew 
that he had to just be content with taking the, the three-yard gain if it's all it was there. So hopefully what we saw last year at the end of the year, because of being banged up, because of Mayan pushing him, is going to make him a better back. But we're just... But that, that mentality is what was missing in 2018, which is the horror scenario that I think you have in your head. Both guys came in yeah. and every play thought they had to hit home run. Right. And you can't do that. If they do that, you're asking right. for trouble. But I think, I, I think I'm inclined to agree with Berm that these running backs seem in a different different kind of... Wiggle and waggle. Wiggle and waggle. Wiggle and waggle. Free ball. I'm learning, learning I so much. I meant to say spitball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we hope that that's what you meant. <laughs> but, I mean, but we get all the information, all the insight, yeah. all... All access with Burn. He's whatever the hell we want. <laughs> he's obviously uh, feeling good this week on the podcast. I'm not. I'm just. I'm so. My brain is. Just, I'm just exhausted. Well, you've been through a lot, and now we're here, and we got another busy week of training camp coming. We're gonna have a lot of snappy jays coming from the Woody throughout this week. Appreciate Kevin Wilson and the tight ends for their insight this morning. We'll be back for more throughout the week on the podcast. That's Bill Landis, Berm. I'm Austin Ward. We will see you tomorrow.